Welcome to the Derailed Podcast. My name's Sam and I'm your host and let's get right into it. When you're on your deathbed, you'll be sitting there thinking about all the things in your life that you didn't do and the things that you could have done differently for yourself instead of thinking about the things that people told you to do and the beliefs that others had for you and what you should have done for your life. Hey guys, it's Sam. Welcome back to the Derailed Podcast. And today's episode, for episode 10, I am talking about it is your life, so do the things for yourself. So as I've just said with what I've said at the beginning, when you get to your deathbed, you'll be thinking about the life that you lived, the things you did, the things you didn't do, the things that you regret or you should have done differently instead of sitting there and thinking about what your next door neighbor, Tom, Dick or Harry all believed you should have done for yourself. It is your life. So why am I sitting here having this conversation on the podcast about this topic? Well, there's a few reasons. I personally have gone through certain stages of my life where I didn't do the things that I wanted to do for myself and followed the opinions of others even if that opinion came from a parent or parents or brother. Like, I used to do things that I believed were best for me through the opinions of others instead of doing them for myself. So this is what I'm going to come into discussing about, and I'm going to go through the examples that I've gone through within myself and what the opinions of others were and why I started to do them and then what made me change. But I will say, we currently lived in a very fucked up society, right? Um, In the sense that if you celebrate your goals and if you celebrate your achievements, things such as weight loss um, or you showing off financial progress, you know, with the things that you buy or, or whatever, these things, particularly if bragged about or shown off as such on a social media platform, can bring along a bunch of negative bullshit, not just from people you don't know, but from people you do know as well. Again, I say this speaking out of my own um, knowledge and my own experiences. I personally believe that this negative and societal look that we have on you know, success or positivity comes from social media and the, the fucked up look that we see more negative shit on our timelines and in the news and media in general than what we do positive things. Okay, so let's go into my stories and the reasons or the things that I was told I needed to do and what people believed were best for me instead of me not following the things that I wanted to do. So we'll go right back to high school. Now, as I said in a previous podcast talking about my injuries and overcoming overcoming setbacks, if you listen to it, I had a lot of injuries when I was in high school. Most of injuries of which came from me being obese and the amount of pressure on my knees and pressure on my ankles obviously caused multiple breaks, dislocations, these kinds of things. So when it was coming to the business end of high school, talking about end of year 10, start of year 11 and year 12, when schools ask you guys to make your decisions on your subjects and where these subjects can get you in terms of college, uni, depending wherever the fuck in the world you are. So when it came to this time for me, the things that 
I was told I needed to do. Now, at the time, don't get me wrong, I thought it was a good idea. You know, I was told you should really go into be, you know, try and get into physiotherapy. Now, anyone who's in South Australia, I would say, would be aware that physiotherapy is probably the hardest course to get into in terms of university degrees due to the popularity. It has a 98 ATAR. Well, it did when I was in high school, which was six years ago. So for me, you know, this is what was forced upon me. You've had a lot of injuries. You're passionate about injuries. You're learning about injury prevention. You know, why can't you use your injuries and your stories to go and help people? Cool. So I thought that was what I really wanted to do. However, I was doing this more so because there was people in my life, certain teachers, um, dad was one of them, but obviously dad was more supportive as I spoke to him about that's not what I wanted to do, among other people as well saying that, you know, physiotherapy suited you, you should do it. Okay, so this man in year 11 and year 12, when it comes to my studying, I had to do some of the toughest subjects. So English was easy, PE was easy, um, I was meant to be doing specialist maths and math studies, so the top two maths classes which I didn't, I just went to the lowest math class because I fucking, as I've said with my going to America, I came back and was so far behind. I also got told I had to do physics and I also got told I had to do biology. Now, physics and biology, along with math studies and, and math specialists or specialist maths rather, were the main uh, things or prerequisites required to get into physiotherapy. So I was told I had to do these things. However, when I was studying these things, particularly at the start of year 11, even three quarters through year 11, I was fucking miserable. I, I hated physics. I hated biology with a passion. I didn't see the point in me studying maths to the, the level that I was. I just, I was miserable. You know, I was doing things for the purpose of impressing others and pleasing others instead of doing what I genuinely wanted to do. So before I go into the next section of this, um, of this, these choices and things that I made, what did I want to do? Well, personally, at the time, PE wasn't a big issue for me. And, I'd, and I've said it before as well, I did want to be a teacher when I got into uni, which I'll talk about in just a sec. However, I actually wanted to be a graphic designer. Now, mo most people wouldn't know this. I obviously have tattoos, yes. I used to actually do a lot of drawing when I was younger and... I loved drawing. It was something that was so fucking cool to me. And I loved being able to design images, you know, whether it was for a tattoo or, you know, graphic design. That's what I actually wanted to do. I wanted to stay in my multimedia classes where I could do videography, where I can learn how to be more artistic with my visions and things like this to create graphics for companies. That's honestly what I wanted to do when I was in year 10, year 11, so on and so forth. Now, once I'd started these subjects, so being biology and, and physics and all of these things, it put me in a situation where I couldn't transfer to these other classes to do the things that I genuinely wanted to do. So again, that made me fucking miserable. I was trying to, at the time, was still doing YouTube for gaming. Now, I was trying to go into these videography like segues as such to... I guess, progress my content and to really take, you know, things to the different level for the YouTube, for the things that I'm passionate about, for the things that I'm obviously starting up again at the moment. So 
I was miserable. I didn't do the things in, in the late end of high school. I didn't do the things that I wanted to do for myself. Okay, so we'll go into uni. Again, this is covers the physiotherapy story as well. Now, when I got into uni, and I've said this story previously, I missed out on teaching by 0.25 of an ATAR. And that fucking shattered me a, a shit ton. Now, I had a lot of support with this, obviously, from the teacher or the program director, but I also had a lot of support from my dad too. Now, I wanted to be a teacher, got into sport and recreation. My dad, obviously, going through a uni degree recently, or he was going through it at the time, he said to me, stick it out, you know, for a term, get your grades up, then transfer across. Now, no one really knows, honestly, knows what the sport and recreation industry entails. You know, every time I say, oh, I have a sport and recreation degree or a business degree, you know, to people that are getting to know me or just out of general conversation, I can tell you nine out of 10 times people say, what does the sport and recreation industry entail? And it's honest, like that's just me being honest. So when I had this conversation with people while I was studying and I was telling them, hey, like this is what I'm doing. People were always like, why are you doing that degree? That sounds like a fucking stupid degree. doesn't sound like you're going to get anywhere from it or it's a hard industry to be in because everywhere's sport related now. Whatever. Now, this was the point in my life where I didn't deter... Uh, sorry, I didn't cater to the opinions of others and I went, fuck it, I'm going to keep doing what I want to do. And obviously it came out that I ended up loving this industry. So... I obviously wanted to do teaching and I've said that, but I decided to stick at it and look where I'm at now. You know, like I'm really, really happy with where I'm at. So that's the kind of point with my career and obviously with the things that I've, I started doing, you know, it, it's my life in the end. And anyone who tells me that, you know, I should be doing otherwise, I don't necessarily remove them from my life, but I'm straight up going to tell them it's, I'm doing it for me. I'm not doing it to impress others. I don't give a fuck what someone else's opinion is. I'm doing these things for me. I can give you another example of this. So when I started my weight loss, I never actually took any like a lot of photos of myself to, I guess, keep progress of where I was going and where I was heading towards with these kinds of things. However, when I started going to the gym consistently, the two guys that were training me, I started asking those guys to record me working out as a different, I guess, sense of me for progress. To I can obviously see where my form is at. I can see where my training is at, um, my strength and how I'm looking physically. Am I lean? Am I not lean? All of these things. So I started getting these guys to record videos for me for YouTube. I'm um, no, sorry for Instagram. Now, I have nothing against these guys. I never will. I love them both dearly. Um, they weren't really keen on doing so. And I get it. That's fine. It's not something that's easy to do. However, I said to them, I can't record them for myself. I want to do this for me. I'm not trying to get anywhere from it. So on and so forth, you know, and then they became really supportive of it until we stopped training together. Cause obviously our goals within each, like at each other's lives kind of diverted. So obviously I wanted to continue training for bodybuilding. They didn't. Their focus was soccer, mine wasn't, so on and so forth. So, you know, they didn't really, not that they didn't support it because they did and they do now and they both always tell me that they're proud of me for how far I've come with it. Um, but yeah, so then I obviously, I got 
aligned with two companies um, through Instagram. So one being VXS Gymwear, which is velocity times strength equals power. So VXS. And then Staunch Nation for supplements as well. So I got aligned with these guys, which obviously gave me more of a reason to, you know, post on Instagram the fitness things, the progress photos, me training, um, all of these kinds of things. Now, I copped a lot, and I mean a lot of shit for doing this. And honestly, I went from having a lot of people who sat there and supported me, supported my goals you know, supported me through weight loss, told me I'm proud or whatever. Then I started doing, again, the VXS, the staunch thing, where it became a requirement for me as part of an endorsed athlete or an ambassador or however the fuck you want to put it, that I genuinely had to post a minimum of once a week um, for each brand, so obviously twice a week, tag them in it, tag my code in it, so on and so forth. Which meant my page predominantly, not even predominantly, my, my page became purely fitness-based. Hence, Sammy D Fitness or Sammy D Fit, what it used to be. You know, this is what caused that to happen. And I was completely happy with it because in the end, I didn't start this Instagram page to impress anyone or do it to make a name of myself, quote-unquote, or whatever the fuck. I did it purely to see my progress because it is my life and this is what helped me. In the end, if I got to a point or I don't know if I'm at that point where I've impacted others with their fitness journey or whatever, then that's like a bonus, but it's never why I did it and it's never my, that was never my intention for me to start it. So I had a lot of people who doubted me with this, um, people telling me I was a fucking idiot um, people saying I had no idea what I was actually talking about when it came to supplements. These were people that were my closest friends, and I hope you guys fucking hear this. Um, but these people telling me I had actually no idea what I was talking about. And I say this, yet two of those people also asked me for one, training advice, two, nutrition advice. So if I had no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, how come you guys were talk uh, asking me for advice prior to that point? Regardless, it's my life. And I did this and I do the posts I do for me. I don't do them to impress anybody. I'm not sitting there and getting 6% body fat and fucking posting photos of my shirt off all the fucking time. In fact, I've probably never done that to make a point that I'm shredded or whatever. I genuinely don't give an overall fuck about how I feel or look rather in terms of physical, in terms of being lean or whatever. The gym's never been that for me. Like, it's always been a mental escape, and it's my life, and that's what I fucking have the most passion for by a fucking mile and a half. Like, it's my life, and I love it. And people have always told me recently, you're an arrogant cockhead now. No, I'm not. I'm confident. You knew me when I was the least confident person in this world, and you loved that person because I wasn't afraid to stand, like, I was afraid to stand up to you, but now I can put you in your place, and you don't like it, and that makes me arrogant. No, that just means I know my self-worth. And these people, again, talk so much fucking shit. And I don't know if they still are. Honestly, I couldn't give a fuck. But, you know, they were upset at me because I was doing something that I was making progress with for me. Like, it's my life. You know, if, as I said in supporting your friends in that podcast, like, if there's something that people do that I don't agree with within their life, I don't give a fuck, it's their life. I'm always going to support that, you know? And in the end of the day, 
you need to do what's best for you. It's your life. If you want to go be a stripper, go be a stripper. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to go snort a line of cocaine off of the fucking spoiler of your car, then go fucking do it. It's your life. Do I support that? No. I hope you don't do that. But if that's what you want to do, then go ahead. It's your fucking life. Like, it is your life. If you want to be a fucking party animal, be a party animal. That's not for me, but I support that. It's you. Do what makes you happy. Like, oh, like it just, it grinds my gears when people, you know, particularly people that I've been friends with that sit there and say I'm a fucking wanker and all this kind of thing now, purely because I'm doing something for me that makes me happy. It's, oh, like it's, oh, I'm going on a rant and a half here, but yeah, like if it's your life. And as I said at the start of this, when I get to my deathbed, I don't want to sit there and fucking have any regrets on the things that I didn't do in my life. I, I'm, that fucking terrifies me. You know, that's why what one of my biggest fears is the fear of not learning because I don't want to get to my life and be like, oh, I could have gone to Italian. It, it, sorry, I could have gone to Italy and had a full conversation with someone that's OG old school Italy because I taught myself that language and that would be a fucking wicked experience to me. But I didn't do that because someone told me for me to learn Italian is fucking stupid. And I'm being straight out. I told someone recently that I'm learning Italian for the hell of it. And they're like, you're a fucking idiot. What if you never go to Italy? Who fucking cares if I don't go to Italy? I'm learning it for me. It's the same with sign language, man. Like, I'm not very good at sign language right now. And someone was like, why? Like, you probably don't even, you know, speak with deaf people or whatever, you know? Well, one, I had a deaf customer come up to me at work with their interpreter and it fucking made me feel so shit and so guilty that I couldn't sit there and interact with them. Like, and that might might be me being weird, but, you know, someone's sitting there and they have to go through someone else to communicate something through sign language and all they wanted was a cup of chips like, that fucked me up. I want to be able to sit there and talk to them because, you know, they might go into a place like, could you imagine this, right? They don't have an interpreter. They come into my work and they sit there and try and order something off of me or try and find the toilet or whatever the fuck it is. They need to come to me and they don't know how to communicate and might ask for a pen or paper. And the first thing they write is they're deaf. And I sit there and then communicate them with sign language they would be like, what the fuck? They might be blown away from that. Like, then every time I see them come into work, I can sit there and communicate with them and then make them feel a part of the community more so than them having to be treated differently because they can't be communicated to. And I guess the thing with this, like this story specifically, like working with less abled kids and like disabled and doing sports clinics or whatever the fuck for these kinds of people has made me realize this. It's like, like, I, we've got a choice to do whatever we want if we're able, you know, and obviously they get a choice as well, but we get a choice to do what we want. Like, why are we letting a mate, if, if you can consider them a mate, control what the fuck you do with your life? Like, that's horrible. You, like, they're not even guaranteed to be around in your life, you know? And obviously you can probably tell in my voice, I'm pretty passionate about this. It's like, it's your life, you know? Like, I sit there and record my workouts or get people to record my workouts for me or certain sets of my workouts because it's what I want to do. You know, I never 
as I've already said, I never did this to um, impact others. I did this to help myself. And it's because it's something that I wanted to do because I can sit there and look back at how far I've come. And that motivates me. So what I'm, yeah, what I'm just going to try and end this because I've just gone on a complete rant and it's pretty similar to always supporting others. But yeah, it, it's your life, you know, and if someone, if you're doing something for yourself, whether it's your career, whether it's your hobby, whatever, and people are sitting there judging you saying that it's a stupid idea or whatever the fuck, raise your middle finger and tell them to fuck off. You don't need that kind of negativity. You don't need people doubting you and doubting your goals. What you need is people supporting you for your life choices. It's your life. You know, don't let someone else control the things you do or don't do. It's that simple. Obviously, there's certain things that come into account with that. And like there's certain variables. Like if you're in a relationship, there's certain things that you do that are going to impact your partner. But obviously, like I'm not talking about straight finances and shit. I'm talking about like, if you want to start YouTube, your hobbies, you know, you want to go and get tattoos all over your body, go do it. Like it's your life, you know? And again, it can come into career as well. If you want to be a police officer, but you're currently a nurse, then what are you doing for your life to go and be a police officer? You know, obviously, oh, like I don't, I don't feel like I need to go any further into this than what I've said. It's your life. When you're dying and you're on your deathbed, you're going to sit there and regret everything you didn't do for yourself and all the things that you didn't do that you wanted to. You wanted to go tattoo, you wanted to go bungee jumping, you never did because someone said it's too dangerous or you won't get a job. Who fucking cares? It's your life. End of the conversation. (laughs) So I hope you take away something from this and I hope this kind of motivates you to go and do the things that you want to do without holding back. It's your life. That's the end of the conversation. Simple. Do what makes you happy. End of. All right. See you later.